up? What's up? How's it going, everybody? My name is Allison. My name is Jesus. And welcome back to another episode of Two Chair Turn Podcast. Final week of blind auditions. Finally. Lots of rounds of blinds this season compared to previous seasons, I feel. Yeah, it was a total of six rounds or six days of blind auditions, I believe. Correct. Split over the course of three three weeks, weeks, which is kind of a lot. It's usually two weeks. Um, So we're super excited to get into this. All teams finally full. Yes. Um, We are going to do it a little bit different this week. We're going to just lump everything into one single episode instead of doing two separate episodes for two different rounds of blinds. So just so you know, if you only see one episode go up this week, it's supposed to be that way. It's going to be a little longer than normal, but we're going to try to keep it short and sweet. Yes, we are. You want to kick us off? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> first, we have up for day five, uh, Riley, 20 years old, from Florida. Um, she ended up choosing, ultimately, Team Ariana. Um, I liked her song choice. Rendition of the song was good. Um, pretty solid performance to open up the, uh, the day five of the blind auditions. Um, and I think she, I thought she had really good stage presence. Um, so she might be a fan favorite. Yeah. So Riley, um, so for those who aren't familiar, she sang Anyone by Demi Lovato, which is one of my favorite Demi Lovato songs. It's gut wrenching. It's heart pouring. It's a very emotional song. Um, she did a very good job with it. Um, she has a still very unique voice. Um, She even said in her story that Ariana and Kelly are two of her biggest musical influences, and that's who ended up... They both ended up turning around, right? Yeah. Um, And then she ended up... I have that she ended up going Team Ariana. That's what I have. Which is what you have. Um, Which I was surprised. I felt like it could have went either way, but I think that Ariana is going to be, like, a good coach for her. Like, I want to see Ariana push her outside of her comfort zone a little bit um, and just kind of see what that is, because she's already so amazing. So maybe she can... Make her even more amazing. Um, after uh, Riley, we meet... Let me look. I can't read my own handwriting. Jershika is her name. She is from Colleen, Texas. An interesting fact about her is that she did backup vocals for Rose Short, who is a contestant two seasons ago. Um, and she was on John's season at her time. I loved Rose so much when she was on the show, so I was super excited that that was someone that she sang with. Um, she sang Can You Stand the Rain uh, by New Edition, and she did a very, very good job. Yeah. Um, I really liked her voice. Um, was doing really well when she was hitting her low notes. Um, she stayed in the low notes. Yeah. Um, I put that she's going to be a fan favorite. Um, don't really remember why exactly I have that note in my... (laughs) Because she's just amazing. Um, but in my, I, and then I have that her swag was kind of weak. Okay, so since we're doing this, I thought her suit night was overall nice. I think she had a hat. I don't think she needed the hat. I think the suit would have been fine on its own. Um, and then I also have in my notes that Carson was really geeked about the song choice. Like he was in the backstage, like, oh yeah, this is new edition. It's like, all right, number one fan, good to know <laughs> relax. Good to know you know a new edition song. <laughs> I love Carson. Carson. Like he's so funny to me, and I just love that he's like the host of the show. Um, and so interesting. So John and Kelly both turned around for mm-hmm. her, and I actually thought that she was gonna pick John. I'm surprised she didn't mention that she did backup vocals for Rose, but I could see why she wouldn't want to do that. Um, but she ended up picking Kelly, and that's, like, super exciting. And yeah. Kelly was, like, really shocked. 
um, that she didn't pick John. So she's going to be, I'm very excited to see how she does. Um, After Jessica, we have Manny, um, 31, from Florida. Oh, yeah. Was this the... Manny Keith? I only I, My only note on him is okay performance, and I have him with Team Blake. Uh, let's see. So he... Oh, so, um, yeah, Blake was the only one that turned. Um, he was the the Miami guy who had the leopard print sweater, and he was like, oh, when I wear masks, some people... Oh, yeah, the copper boot wearing boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, going to say he was some, Yeah, when he said when he wears a mask, they confuse him for John. Dude, you better get your broke John legend. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought, yeah, I did, I did yeah. remember him now. But okay. he's saying, break my heart. I don't know who sings that song, but that's the song that he sang. Um, it was like, it's like that upbeat poppy sing, sang by some poppy person song. Um, but I do literally have verbatim cowboy boots wearing ass dude is what I wrote down. You weren't fucking with his boots? I wasn't fucking with the performance. I didn't really pay attention to what he had it on. Yeah. Until Blake says something you about funny. the boots. Um, after Manny... Um, I have Austin from California. Yes. Um, boy band kid um, said that at an early age, him and some friends were in a boy band. Um, Dio was like kind of sour, basically is what it sounded like. Um, and that never went anywhere. Um, but I have, I think he was uh, too nervous. His nerves were too much for him. He couldn't really perform the song he was singing um, any pretty well. Um, I didn't like anything from his performance, honestly. Um, and it could have just been because of how nervous is what he was, but it was just a poor performance all around. Yeah, I think for him, um, he sang This Town, which I, I like that song. It was a good song choice from a vocal perspective. Um, but like you said, like you could just hear the nerves through his voice. Like, I don't know how to describe it in a way that it makes sense for people who've never taken vocal lessons, but it just like, you could just hear the tightness in his voice. Like his, it's almost like he was kind Holding of, Holding himself Yeah, back. like he was kind of constrained in yeah. his vocal cords. And I just felt like if he would have just like, breathed a little bit more, we could have heard more of his, his voice. Cause it just sounded very small and contained. And it was like, I think, I can't remember who said it, but somebody was like, the song is kind of in the same, Note, note range yeah. and I think I think it was John who suggested maybe doing it in a different key or something like that would have just gave it a little bit something more but, did they tell him come back uh, I think they did somebody said come back I, I wrote down he should come back but I don't think he will because he he mentioned in his boy band story like it shook his confidence and I think he just Still wasn't shook. yeah I think it's going to be a while before he sets foot on a stage again um, but I do hope he comes back though um, after Austin, we have KJ Jennings from Austin, Texas. Outdoorsy girl, motocross, loves to be outdoors, super cool. Um, she was wearing a white jumpsuit, which I really liked. Um, she had on some white boots, which you know I had to peep the white boots, and she sang the song Put Your Records On, um, which I thought I wasn't mad about it. Overall, it was a good performance. I think. Sometimes, like, I, I just feel like she did the thing where, like, you kind of imitate the way an artist sings the song. Like, I think she did that in some parts of the song where she could have showcased her own kind of style. Um, That's But funny. other than that, like, I feel, I think she did, like, an okay job. I had that I liked her different take on the song. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. 
Um, I liked her performance overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the little raspiness that she has to her voice. Like, it wasn't aggressive. It was a little soft raspiness It was, like, kind of, like, it. a soulful vibe. Yeah. Um, good crowd interaction as well. She was, like, reaching out while her while, while she was singing and performing. I also put down her all-white fit was decent. Um, <laughs> it was a jumpsuit. But, yeah. Um, I think she did solid she's team john yes blake um, and john blake and john turned around for her i was like if she's real um, she'll pick john and thankfully yeah, she, she did with team john so that's gonna be good for him um i don't really know if he has anybody like her right now or has anybody has anyone like her in his team mm-hmm. um but they should be an interesting pairing um moving forward yeah i definitely want to hear her sing something else yeah um, after KJ, we have Sabrina from New Jersey. Um, this was the first fast-forward performance of the night. She sang in Portuguese. Her parents are Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was cool. Yeah. I was fucking with the vibes. Um, she definitely had that Brazilian... Um, like, when she started talking about her family and stuff, like I, I could see where she was from Brazil. Like, she came from... Um, Brazilian heritage mm-hmm. um, but uh, I mean I guess looking forward to see what she does because I mean one I didn't understand the Portuguese because I thought she was singing in French I recognize the song though um, yeah the song was definitely familiar but like I said I didn't understand yeah. any Portuguese I don't understand any Portuguese like I was like is that song a Portuguese song like yeah. it had me thinking or was it a song in a different language yeah. and she just sang it in Portuguese I wasn't sure but she was cool Then Team John yeah, Tim John. I wish that they would have picked someone else to fast forward, though. I would have yeah. liked to have seen her full performance. Like, the ones that, I mean, I always feel like if you're in a fast forward performance, it should be a performance where they don't get a chair turn, and that's how you're fast forwarding through it. Yeah. Because then you're taking away from the person who did get on the show, and now we didn't even know how, how they sound or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but after Sabrina, um, we had Xavier, 17, from California, another um, fast forward per- performance. Um, he sang Teenage Dream, um, not really too much to go off of, um, he is ultimately Team Kelly, um, but yeah, so I guess to see what him and Kelly do, because I don't really have too much to go off of since he was a fast forward. Yeah, I think, we saw a little bit more of his performance preferred to Sabrina's, but like, it wasn't enough to be like, oh yeah, we get a feel for like, you know, how he sounds, but good for him. Yeah. Um... After Xavier, we have Lubianca, who is from Minnesota, but her parents are from West Africa, Cameroon, and then she went there when she was young, came back when she was like 13, 14? I thought she said she lived there until she was young and then came And then came, that's why I said, baby, she went there when she was young and then came back when she was a teenager. I thought she left when she was young. No. Oh, okay. She left when she was... She left here when she was young? Okay, I yeah. guess she left Cameroon to come here when she was young. No. So, okay. yeah, her parents are from there originally, and then... She was born here, then went back. Okay. Correct, yeah. Cool. And she was immersed in the lifestyle and the culture, which is awesome. Um, and we were like... They gave her a lot of... Like, we saw a lot of her backstory. Like, they were one of the ones that they gave extra time. And yeah. you got to meet her parents, who are, like, if you're used to African parents, they seem like you're... Typical African parents in a good way. Um, And it's just funny because we were like, there's no way that she can't be good because you know that her parents would not let her go on a national TV show 
and look crazy if she like if she couldn't sing. So I was like, we know she's gonna be good. Like she has yeah. to be. <laughs> and then she was young. She was twenty years old. Yes. I don't know if you mentioned that. Um, I, I have on my notes. Uh, I like the vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, did solid with the song. Good stage presence as well. For your turn. Um, for your turn. First for your turn of week three mm-hmm. of the blind auditions. Um, and then um, I think like her being young and her voice still being a bit raw in that regard or whatever um i think it's gonna be good uh she ultimately pulled a wild card on us um and went team blake um she said that she had talked to god and asked god to send her a sign, send her a sign as to who to go with if she did get a four chair turn and um she did mention what it was that yeah. blake said i forgot what the what the quote that she pulled for blake was that convinced her to go with him um but i think that's gonna be um a good pairing um although um everybody like looking at it face value is probably gonna be like how did she go from having everybody turn for her to choosing um to be on team blake but i think they're gonna be someone to keep an eye out on how blake guides her through the competition especially in the knockout rounds next week yeah i liked her song choice she sang a scissor song i cannot remember the name of the song um but it's such a good song um and she had a very interesting take on it, yeah. um, almost to the point where, like, I think, like, one or two of them said it was hard for them to follow. I got it from the very beginning, but that just might be because I'm familiar with the song. Um, but so she said, because Carson asked her what was it that Blake said um, that was the sign from God. And she basically said that she wanted a coach that wanted that was going to basically make it their job to help her become whatever it is that she wants to be. As an artist, and so when Blake said that, that really resonated with her, and that's ultimately why she chose to go with him. So I think it's gonna be really interesting. We've seen this before, Blake. I you mean, know, he if he doesn't year. win it outright with a non-country artist, he they still do go very far in the competition. Yeah. So I am not worried about her at all. I think she's gonna she's be great. I'm interested to see what song choices you know they pick together. Like if it's gonna be, they're gonna be a really fun pair to watch. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, after her, we have Jared from Alabama. 26. 26, former baseball player. Was he minor or major? I don't remember. I don't remember if he was minor or major or right. practice or how that works. But he's a formal uh, baseball player. Um, and he decided to choose to have his voice audition be his first ever gig ever. As in, this man has never sang in front of an audience ever. And so he decided that this was the right time to do that. So good for him for being brave. I wasn't mad about it, but he wasn't polished enough to get a turn from the judges. My only note was needs some polishing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he's one of, like, he has, like, for him to, like, not really be out here singing like that, he has a lot to work with. Um, And I think he really only needs, you know, maybe some vocal lessons, maybe just more experience singing. And I think... Like, I would be shocked if he didn't come back, honestly, because I think that he would make it pretty far in the competition and at the very least get a chair turn if he were to come back. After Jared, we have Sophia, 16, from California. Mm-hmm. Very unique voice. Um, was really um, hitting those notes, those, some really good notes in her performance. Um, I have uh, whistle notes. And then I also have, shout out my boy John, performance was quite revering, he said. I'm um, not even sure what that exactly means, but... Riveting? 
Is that what you said? I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe so. you're stuck. Maybe you're getting to, you're conflating two words together. Maybe riveting. Maybe is what it was said. Yeah, I don't remember. But I, I, I mean, she sure. said something. It resonated with you. That's yes. all that matters. Honey. And that's why I put it in my notes. So uh, look up, look up the word later, and if you catch a tweet, it's me clarifying my word <laughs> of choice. Word but it was something John said. Um, but yeah, I thought she did really good, especially for sixteen. Um, I thought that was very impressive. Um, she was one of the she's one of the younger ones for the week on auditions. Yeah, um, I was interested to see what she was going to come up with just with her backstory of having, you know, her musical influences are pretty broad for someone her age, but she said that she listened to a lot of, like, her dad was, like, the soul and R&B side and her mom was more the classical side. So I kind of am interested to see how that, how well-versed she is in a lot of different genres. I think she had a really good voice, especially for someone that young. Um, Very unique sound. Um... She just got her license, so that's good for her. Um, And I think one of the things that I like about her is that she, and I think Kelly said this, like she has a very storytelling quality to her voice, which I really, really liked. Like it kind of like takes you on a journey and makes you feel things, um, which I really appreciated. Um, Loves her backstory, like, you know, how she overcame an eating disorder when she was 12 and how music kind of helped her. You know, overcome oh, yeah, that. I thought that was. I thought that was um, a really nice uh, backstory because that's not something that gets talked about too often, and it's something that people, deal a with. lot of ages, yeah. deal with. So I'm, I'm glad that she was at 16 was like comfortable and to enough to talk about that. Yeah. She was um, team Ariana. I yes, to she that. was a three chair turn, um, which is almost as good as a four chair turn in my book. Um, but yes, team Ariana. Of course, she was gonna pick Ariana. Who else did she go pick? Yeah, like. Especially with the whistle note thing, like, I'm excited to see Ariana coach her through that. Um, And then with that, that was Ariana's team filler. So Sophia was the last person. Or no, I'm sorry. That she, with picking up Sophia, she has one more spot left on her team at that point. After picking up Sophia. I wrote it down. So at that point, Ariana only has one spot left. Um, After that, we meet... Wyatt, who was from Virginia, he was the one that was doing kind of like the Frank Sinatra, like the crooner vibes. Um, We saw his outfit first, um, which kind of gave me the the vibe of kind of what kind of genre he was going to bring. He was giving me like the Michael Buble vibes. Um, I thought he was just okay for me. Um, And it's not necessarily about the style that he picked. It's just I've seen that style performed by other singers a little bit stronger. Um, and I guess, like, my bar personally is just high for that style. Um, but I, he did, you know, well overall. Um, I thought it was funny that he said he had groupies and that they were over the age of 65. And I was like, he's going to get all the old hoes, so good for him. Um, <laughs> get all of them to vote for him on the show. Um, but he was all right. Um, I have um, weird, just because of the vibes he gave off right away, especially with his pink suit. Um, didn't sound bad though. Um, just needs to come out of his shawl a bit more. And I think being on Team Kelly, she's definitely going to push him out of his comfort zone um, with his singing choices. And um, I also have that it it looked like he was holding back. Um, so I was uh, wasn't really impressed. But we'll wait and see how him and Kelly do. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. 
After Wyatt, we have Alexandra, 20 years old, from Ohio. Cincinnati. Uh, fucking with the vibes. I liked her tone. Had some pitch problems. Um, I ha- I don't have her on anybody's team. She, she was a, she didn't get any okay. turns. Yeah, I was. She got I me. Mean, she came off like very appealing, um, but uh, just like I said, I had I I have a note of pitch problems. Just like not um, keeping the steady notes and or hitting the right notes when she needed to, um, and so ultimately the judges agreed. They didn't turn around either. Yeah, um, I put for her. I think. Um, I put that she had a nice leather jacket. Um, it had the stars on it. I thought that was cool. Um, I think that she's... Oh, she sang um, The Way I Am by... I think that's by Ingrid Michaelson. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, don't crucify me. Um, but I just felt like she was too focused on the chairs and not really focused on her performance. Um, and I think, um, like I said, that she started out strong, but I think once she got kind of nervous that nobody was turning, like that's where she started to falter. Um, but I think that she should come back because I think she has a really nice, um, really nice voice. Um, after Alexandra, we have Brittany Bree from Louisiana. Um, first thing I wrote down was that I love the pink blazer. Um, with the shoulder action, I thought that was cool. Um, she grew up in the church, um, which is always exciting to hear. Um, and she sang Call Out My Name by the Weekend, which was unexpected choice for her. Um, she had mentioned that that was her first time ever singing outside of church. So for her to do that and sing a secular song um was clearly a big step for her but she did an amazing job gave it kind of like some sexy like jazzy vibes um she was killing it the whole performance from beginning to end i literally wrote down stop it like so so good um she was a four-chair turn right she was a four-chair turn turn um i wrote something about kelly but i can't remember what i wrote but kelly did something funny um but yeah, so she was a four-chair turn, and then she picked Team John. But I love, love, love her. Um, I'm, I don't know if I put her on my team. I did not put her on my team. The only reason why I didn't do that is because I'm holding out. Um, but also, it's like once we get with the battle rounds, like she's probably going to end up on my team anyway. Um, but I thought she was really, really good. Yeah, I liked her rendition of the song. Mm-hmm. I was fucking with the vibes that she gave to it. Um, she knew she was singing is what I have on mine. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a really good job. First four-chair turn, like we mentioned, um, Team John. And she um, was in Texas by the way of Louisiana because you could kind of hear her Louisiana yeah. accent. She was um, not the first four-chair turn, but she was a four-chair turn. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I am excited to see what she does on John's team. Um, after Brittany Bree, we have Aaron, 28, from Texas. Kicking Church off the guy. second round of the blinds. Yes. Um, great voice. Uh, had an intimate sound and his runs were great. Um, I don't recall the song off the top of my head, but um, it was appropriate for the competition. A great audition song, playing a blind audition song. Um, surprised with the choice of going with Team Kelly because he was all talking about John pre-performance and John turned for him and he ended up going with Team Kelly. John was surprised himself because he even sang 
John saw him before choosing who he was going to, or was that after already? Oh, that after. Okay. I would have been like, yeah, I don't even want to hear you sing, bro. You need to choose to be on my team. Wait, my friend. Um, and I thought the shot that Blake took at him, talking about some, he only made you sing a song because he gets paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that oh was funny. Um, but yeah, uh, church guy, um, we'll see. Yeah, I love him. I actually did remove someone from my team and make room for him because he's that good. Um, his sob story was heartwarming. Uh, he talked about his mom who got diagnosed with breast cancer and after a year and a half, she is cancer free and we got to see her and she got to tell everyone she was cancer free. So I thought that was wonderful. Um, he sang Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon, which love. Um, did a really great job um, on his take on the song. Um, I had, I think, I don't know if I actually said this a couple weeks ago, but I do remember saying that we don't see or haven't really seen um, an R&B male singer yet. And this is it. This is what I have been waiting for. I've been waiting for a male R&B singer and this guy is it. So I'm super, super excited. Um, I was super surprised that he picked Kelly. He was also a four-year turn. Um, I think they're going to be an interesting pair because, you know, Kelly, she has a great, you know, range as far as, like, taste of music. So she could really help him in his style, but she can also maybe they could play around with, you know, him singing some other styles too. So I'm super excited to see that. Um, after Aaron, we have... <laughs> You're no, already I have, shaking I have, your I head. I don't have any notes on this one. You're I such a hater. I don't know what I was doing, but I have nothing. I just put trio you team were Kelly. Doing something important. Um, so the it's a group, it's a trio, a sister trio called KCK3. Um, I already knew how my co-host was gonna feel about it, and of course he was like, Here we go with the Shenans, another group. On a show called The Voice. Yeah. Um, they sang No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana, of course. Um, they're from Mississippi. And, of course, Ariana turned immediately. Nobody else turned, and it's not because they weren't good. It's just because they Kelly did not turned. want to... No, 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 no. Only Ariana turned. And the only... And they were like, we're not about to fight you for, like, clearly they're a good fit for Ariana. And pretty much all the other judges were like, the only reason why we didn't turn is because we all already have a group or a trio on their team. And Ariana is the only one that doesn't. So it was kind of like the perfect storm for Ariana. You know, they're singing one of her songs. They did a great job. They're also a trio. She doesn't have a trio. Um, and I believe... No, not yet. Um, oh, yeah. And so they filled up. Ariana's team so that's kind of perfect and Ariana was like thank you so much for not turning around <laughs> she was super super happy to get them I thought they were really good um we'll see how they measure up with some of the other groups um but I, I'm excited to hear them sing some more um after the trio we have Tommy 27 from Big Fork Montana Montana um, I was very impressed and surprised um, he did a pop take on his song, which I thought was great. I liked his voice. Um, funky, like, crowd-appealing white guy. Um, he was, like, doing his little kicks and shit while he was singing. What are you talking about, the, his uh, kicks? Trying to crowd, like, <laughs> Like, literally? It. Yeah, he was, like, kicking up his leg and You're stuff funny. like that while he was performing uh -huh. or whatever. Trying to draw the crowd. Um, he was just feeling the vibes. 
he had Blake and John turn for him. And he went, of course, Team Blake um, because he is a natural country guy. He was just doing something different for the blind auditions. I was not mad about the something different. He's saying Drops of Jupiter by Train, which is one of my favorite songs ever. Um, I was not expecting that to come out of his mouth. I thought he was going to sing a country song. Hot take or... um Outtake, I didn't know that the name of the song was Drops of Jupiter. What did you think it was called? Baby? I just didn't ever knew the name of the song. You're adorable. Well, now you know, and it's a wonderful song. Um, I mean, yeah. It was. He had a nice, unique take on it. Um, I like him. I do like him. I, I am interested. I think he'll go far in the competition, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, next, after that, we have um, Shadell. Um, who is 29 from Georgia. Georgia Peach is what I wrote down. Um, She just gives me Georgia Peach vibes. Um, I wrote down, oops, I did it again, because she was wearing red patent leather. Was it a jumpsuit, or was it red patent leather pants with a red top? Either way, it was giving me, oops, I did it again vibes. Not necessarily in a bad way. That's just what her outfit reminded me of. Um, She's a very, very sweet daughter. Um, who literally stole my heart the moment she was on camera. Like, I could not. And I was like, they're really trying to make me cry right now. Um, I did not cry, just so you Almost know. Got it. Almost got me, though. I was like, why are you pulling out the big guns with the adorable child? Um, so she's saying, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. She did a really fun take on it. That's always an upbeat song, but it's a really hard song to sing because. You know, there's a lot of kind of talking, singing that happens in that song. Um, so she did a good job of really showcasing her vo- her vocals. Um, Kelly turned within like the first five seconds of her opening her mouth. Um, she was also a four. She was a four chair turn quality performance. Um, but, but by that point, full, people, wasn't. yeah, exactly. The only reason why she didn't get four chairs is because teams were already full. Otherwise, she definitely would would have been a four chair turn. Um, but yeah, super super good and. Now, uh, Kelly's team is... No, she picked John. Because so Kelly and John turned around. Now, John's team is full. And I literally wrote down, they're going to be like a killer coach and contestant combination. I think they're going to really do some fun stuff. Yeah, I really liked her sound. Um, it was a little rough, but like in a good way. Um, the performance was good. She was also like doing a lot to get the crowd into the song. She was performing. Um, her story, storytelling mm-hmm. or whatever. And I also have that her and John are going to be a great combo. Um, John really flourishes with, with like these sort of like singing girls or whatever in regards to like choosing the right songs and um, the rendition of those songs and then like having them hit the high notes or low notes as they need to. Um, so I think they're going to be good. Um, she had talked like her. She said about her backstory. She was a traveling um, group singer, I forgot. I think it was a gospel group gospel, singer? Yeah, I think she said gospel. Yeah. A traveling gospel singer. She speaks like six languages, I believe, because of the traveling. Um, she was saying shit in different languages. She and was all saying that. thank you in different I languages. I was just seeing the, uh, the subtitles or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think she's going to um, definitely be someone that um, is in the voice up until the end. Um, after Shadale, we have uh, Joe43. From Georgia. Another Georgia peach. Um, instrument playing as dude. Said he plays basically anything with strings um, or... What do you say? Strings or keys? Yeah, I believe so. Um, Everything except for the bagpipes is what he said. Yeah, he was like, I'm Irish and the only thing I can't play is the bagpipes. 
Um, but he did not get any chair turns um, as at this point now, Kelly's the only one with a spot to fill. And so she had been saying that if she didn't feel moved, she wasn't going to turn for you. And so no chairs were turned for Joe. Yeah, and I just think, like, he didn't show, I think, I forgot who said this, but he just didn't show a lot, a lot of range. Like, yeah. he picked, like, a very classic rock song, but he didn't really go outside Spread of the box his with, his takes, with, it, yeah. with his take on it. Um, and then, obviously, like, this is the last episode of The Blinds, so you, when we know Gotta what happens every season, like... You know, they they always end the show on the person who fills the team. So they somebody has to not get a chair turn. And unfortunately, it was Joe. Um, and then last but finally not least, we have Parker, 29, from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, so she had a gut-wrenching sob story, probably like the most emotional sob story of the season, of the season to me. Um, long story short, her mom developed dementia, um, and then passed away right before she came on the show. And I believe she says that she passed away, like her mom passed away right before her mom's birthday. Um, and it was just very emotional and they almost got me, but they did not get me. Um, and then she picked Slow Hands, which was an interesting song choice, I think, in my opinion. Um, she, she worked with it. She was able to showcase her vocals. Um, I liked her overall, um, and yeah, she got that last chair turn from Kelly, so shout out to her. Yeah, um, first, I guess I like a funky white girl, according to my co-host, not <laughs> really sure what that means, um, but uh, I I didn't think the song choice was the best, but she did good with it nonetheless, mm-hmm. and um, I liked her soaring that she was doing when she had her high notes, um, I thought she did really well with that. Um, and then I was fucking with the sparkly corduroy suit she had going here. on. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty swaggy. It was double-breasted. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, I was fucking with the vibes. Um, and yeah, she ultimately fills Team Kelly. Um, and they were no more contestants. Yeah. We are locked and loaded for the knockout rounds. We or are. battle rounds. I don't know what they call them. Right the battle there. rounds. Um, battle the one rounds. thing about Parker that I wrote down is so, like, after she was like, oh, my God, Team Kelly, like, she was hugging Kelly, and she told Kelly, like, her mom just died, so, like, this is a big deal to her. And, <laughs> and Kelly was like, you know, you just never know when someone needs a break, so she was happy that she could be, be a part she, of that she said the break in the storm um, and then like while that. kelly was explaining it she was like i'm not gonna cry because like me and kelly were always crying <laughs> and i was like i feel you kelly i'm also not gonna cry but i almost cried um but yeah so i'm so excited um the teams are locked and loaded like you said um we got a sneak peek of you know what we have to look forward to in the battle rounds i tried really hard not to listen but i saw some shit i liked i saw some good shit i'm very excited um, and I'm super excited. So, you know, they start bringing on the guests, coaches, and things like that. Ariana puts my heart in a blender in a good way by having her guest coach be Kristen Chenoweth, who I love. I was so excited because the condensed version is Kristen Chenoweth played Glenda in Wicked, the first run on Broadway of this of the stage show Wicked. Wicked was my first ever Broadway performance. Um, so Kristen Chenoweth, she's amazing. She's like this tiny little human who's like five to nothing and has a humongous, humongous singing voice. Like she will blow the eyebrows off your face with her voice. Like she's so amazing. So I'm super excited to see her. 
Um, but I, I think the sneak peek was awesome. It got me super excited for next week um, to see how these battle rounds are going to go. Um, I'm geeked. I'm ready. Me too. More importantly for the swag. Yes. Can we talk about the swag for a second? Um, swag overall for this week was probably better compared to the previous weeks. Not everybody had a killer fit, but I saw more to work with, which makes me excited. Like the people who had interesting outfits, I'm interested to see like what their outfit choices are going to be like with each performance. And then obviously like with every week, the judges always come on, you know, with a little something, something. So who do you think is going to have the best swag out of the coaches this season? Kelly. Really? Kelly be be killing it. Off of the sneak peek, John let me down again. Um, with his options, yeah, and then Blake is never changing his. He's the same. Colored <laughs> colors or what he wears. He doesn't wear color. Um, he always wears black, doesn't he? And jeans, and some variation of like either a button up or like a that over shirt thing that's in right now. Um, I'm excited to see what Ariana wears. She's always wearing some super fun, cute shit. So I'm super excited to see what she wears. Um, but yeah, but you think Kelly's gonna have the best swag? Of the season? I believe so. We should give a best swag award at the end of the season. Maybe do one for the coaches and then do one for the contestants. Maybe. That'd be fun. Let's do it. Um, is there anything you are looking forward to bes- besides the outfits? What's another thing that you're looking forward to this season? Um, I mean, these are the... These uh, battle rounds are going to be interesting. I feel like um, there's going to be, depending on how the matchups go, um, it's going to be pretty cutthroat. Because yeah. it's always interesting how that works out as to who battles who or whatever. Um, See who plays themselves. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> like the the one artist that you think is going to be the one to outshine is the one that gets outshined or outsigned or whatever. So it's always interesting, interesting how that first week um, pans out because some of them people get kicked out right away. Yeah. Do you feel like this round of contestants, how do you feel like they compared to previous like rounds of contestants? In regards to this season? Or yeah. Just, compared uh, to I mean, seasons? I don't know. Like, there's no one that I can remember that blew me away where I can be like, that's my favorite or whatever. I did mention Aaron being someone that if I was creating a team for this season, he would be on my team. So... Um, there were some strong contestants, but I mean, last season alone had there was a lot of people that were memorable off the blind auditions. So, yeah, yeah. So you're basically gonna be measuring this season to a lot of the folks from last last yeah. season. Yeah, I guess you would say last season was really solid. Um, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for the song choices. Like, I feel like we have a like an interesting mix of people this season compared to other seasons, where it's like. We get a little bit of everything every season, right? But I feel like this season is probably one of the first seasons in a while where we kind of have, like, a nice balance of a little bit of everything Um, as far as, like, genres and styles and sounds. Like, it's going to be – it's, like, a a really fun, like, melting pot of artists. And so I'm super interested to see how these, you know, contestants and the coaches pick these songs and just really see somebody just, like – completely blow me away with like an amazing song choice like i'm trying to cry this season basically (laughs) is what i'm trying to do um i want i want to see like who are going to be those people that really just like rip my heart out and run over it with you know a bulldozer like 
I'm excited to see how how that comes. So I'm super super excited. I don't know how many ways I can say excited. Um, so let's tell everyone where they can find us. Yeah. So um, we can start with Twitter. Um, since it's our newest one, we have Twitter at Two Chair Turn Pod. There is no special characters or spaces in between that one there. And then on Instagram, you can follow us at Two Chair Turn Pod with an underscore in between words. So that would be two underscore chair underscore turn underscore pod. And that's where you can find us on Instagram. Um, once again, my name is Jesus. And I am Allison. And we are super excited for next week. And that's when we'll see you. Thank you, guys. Bye.